Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, all of you beautiful people. Jules here for WhatCulture.com. And you know what? Sometimes, at some point in life, we're going to have to look at ourselves and say, it's time to grow up. And sometimes changing the tone of our entire lives can lead us to bigger and better things. And movies, too, have tried to do this. Some successfully, uh, some not so successfully. But today, we're going to be focusing on the success stories. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com. And these are eight times that changing the tone saved movie franchises. Number 8. Rocky is no longer about Rocky. Creed. So this is a kind of different type of saving here. Rather than being knocked down from critical bashings and public infamy, the Rocky franchise was on the ropes, pun definitely intended here, due to the narrative corner that the story backed itself into. Rocky Balboa puts a full stop on this series, with Rocky's story being tied up perfectly so... So where do you go from there now Rocky's journey has come to an end? Well, the answer was shifting the focus to a new protagonist. The introduction of Michael B. Jordan in front of the camera and Ryan Coogler behind it injected fresh new life. Contrasting the light-hearted, enjoyable romps of its predecessors, Creed brought grit and realism that put you right in the middle of the Philadelphia streets. This made the city feel like a character in its own right, allowing Adonis' journey to mirror Rocky's become emotionally satisfying in a way that was still fresh. The best thing about the major changes from Rocky Balboa to Creed is that it facilitated so much of the great elements the films brought to the table, including some jaw-dropping fights and an impeccable performance from Stallone that even the Academy finally had to acknowledge. Number 7. Mission Impossible goes back to suspense. Mission Impossible 3. Now, Mission Impossible 2 was uh, divisive, to say the very least. Or if you're talking to Adam Wilborn, it's the best film ever made. He's a strange man. It was very much a product of its time. The film was a strange hybrid of a lackluster Bond entry and an East Asian martial arts film, while also trying way too hard to emulate The Matrix. Clearly, they hadn't sussed out the right formula for a Mission Impossible film yet, and it was not helped by that awkward love triangle with all that forced romance, clunky dialogue, and just a a slow pace that it all brought. But when J.J. Abrams got to make his directorial debut for Mission Impossible 3, he was laser-focused on what the franchise needed. As, though a film may only be as good as its villain, a series is only as good as its protagonist. So it's no surprise that fixing Ethan Hunt's character worked wonders, turning him back into the efficient spy ready to sacrifice everything for the mission at hand. Abrams made an injection of adrenaline and suspense that went a million miles an hour, showcasing relentless action scenes with more personal stakes. Now, it's a far cry from the series' best that would be later to come. But Mission Impossible 3 provided a template for its sequels to go on and produce some of the best contributions to the spy genre in recent memory. Number 6. Chucky Becomes a Romantic – Bride of Chucky 
The Child's Play franchise wasn't the first to suffer from a rush sequel in the name of Striking While the Iron's Hot, but Suffer it certainly did. With the release date for the third installment being just a mere nine months after the second, it left the entire production crew little time to scramble a decent story together. Now, in fairness, Child's Play 3 could have been a lot worse, yet it couldn't resist falling back into the familiar tropes of its predecessors, and therefore came off as tired and a bit stale. What they needed was a shake-up, and they got it in the form of Jennifer Tilly, who played Chucky's love interest Tiffany in both human and doll form. Her energetic, needy, and bonkers portrayal bounced perfectly off of Chucky's larger-than-life personality, giving the series a new comedic angle. Bride of Chucky's resilience on horror comedy over outright scares allowed the delivery of the franchise's trademark kills and general gore, but refreshingly added in big laughs as well. What followed might not have been the series' best, but it certainly helped establish Chucky's place in the Horror Hall of Fame. Number 5. The Apes franchise turns into one of tragedy. Rise of the Planet of the Apes While not necessarily as bad as its reputation will lead you to believe, Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes certainly left a lot to be desired. It was a weirdly generic action blockbuster, and its use of heavy-handed social commentary was only matched by the reliance on twists and callbacks just for the sake of things. A full decade after that car crash, though, it was clear that the series needed to go in a vastly different direction to be relevant among film audiences once again. And the direction that it needed to go was actually backwards, which was exactly what the Apes franchise did. Going down the prequel route elevated the dramatic tension significantly, as now you know what the world will ultimately turn into, and that sense of dread lingers throughout, allowing director Rupert Wyatt to tell a slower, more dramatic tale. The reduced pace and heavier tone allowed for Wyatt to focus on the tragedy behind his protagonist, making the stakes deeply personal, which culminate perfectly in the unforgettable showdown at the Golden Gate Bridge. Impressively, the big shift not only made for a thrilling installment, but also produced one of cinema's most memorable characters in Andy Serkis's Caesar locking in audiences all over again. Number 4. Fast and Furious Became All About the Heist Fast Five There are only so many films that you could do about street racing before the series starts to run out of gas. Again, pun very much intended. Yes, the first three films in the franchise definitely were enjoyable, but it was only a matter of time until the laid-back, small-scale approach came up empty. So by the time the fourth film came around, the powers that be decided to dip their toe in the action-heavy water, featuring some of the most elaborate set pieces while also still keeping it primarily as a racing film. When this appeared to work, the studio took this up a few gears by essentially making a heist film with increasingly ridiculous action set pieces, complete with characters going through walls and a massive safe being used as a weapon. It might have seemed like a big ask for audiences to suspend their disbelief to that scale, but they were more than willing to take that leap. The introduction of The Rocks as Hobbs featured massively in this. It was also a role that had charm and charisma in spades. It's like everyone involved just focused on making the most fun film possible, setting a standard for its successes to surpass. Number 3. Clouseau's Comedy Takes Center Stage A Shot in the Dark There was a time when the Pink Panther was nothing more than a diamond MacGuffin that many characters were just after, with Inspector Jacques Clouseau just another part of its ensemble. Weirdly though, looking back, the original tried to play it straight, at least in the scenes excluding Peter Sellers' Clouseau, because the story here was much closer to a classic caper rather than a comedy. It's not that the Pink Panther was a bad film, far from it, but it was hard to see the series having longevity with this status quo. Thankfully, the seeds of success were there in the form of Sellers' scene-stealing performance, 
performance. The production recognised Clouseau's potential and wanted to lean into his comedic character going forward, so they immediately reworked a play based on a French farce to be the vessel for Inspector Clouseau's first venture into the spotlight. Putting it together made them so confident in a shot in the dark that they released it only three months after the original, and with it introduced the likes of Cato and Dreyfus, who are now mainstays for the Pink Panther but also created a foundation for Clouseau that audiences came back to see time and time again. Number 2. Harry Potter Matures With Its Audience Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban Well, you know what? Harry had to grow up at some point. It did feel more natural at the time, but this shift in maturity from Harry's second to his third year at Hogwarts was sharper than you might have actually remembered. The first two Potter films had a fun, family atmosphere that gave them a timeless quality, partly due to their success in building such a vibrant and indeed magical world. The only example on this list where a change in tone was imposed upon them, though, J.K. Rowling decided that her books needed to tell darker stories as the characters grew up, so the films followed their lead, and there were big cinematic changes made here. For example, horror elements were included, featuring incredible imagery that juxtaposes the protagonist's childhood innocence with the danger of the world they inhabit. That, in addition to the shifts in the score and even the color grade, helped set a blueprint that was followed to the very end of Harry's story. And number one, Thor Ragnarok lightens the mood. If the infallible Marvel Cinematic Universe has a chink in its armor, it would be Thor The Dark World. It's not a terrible film, really, but it could have been so much more. Leaning into fantastical elements but refusing to fully commit to them, the result just came across as a little bit confused. A series of forced, misplaced jokes ended up clashing heavily with the story's more serious nature, which is already trying to sell arguably MCU's weakest villain to the audience, and that is saying something. But the MCU has never been one to rest on its laurels, and so when the third film came around and Taika Waititi was placed at the helm, Thor Ragnarok was set to be something very different. In essence, it's a comedy, losing the Shakespearean influences of its predecessors in favor of silly, cosmic adventures. Chris Hemsworth shines with this new material, making full use of his unbridled charisma and previously untapped comedic potential, yet still manages to have a wholly satisfying arc that made audiences fall in love with the character all over again. Yes, Ragnarok may have sacrificed some dramatic beats, but there's a reason why the follow-up to this film is one of the most anticipated in Phase 4. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
the secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code GLOW.